now sat at. Oh, Lord, I can't bear to think about it. I should have turned around and run when I had the chance. Instead, I told myself that whatever it took, whatever the price, it was worth it. If he were the goddamn devil himself, it didn't matter. Just as long as he helped me. But that was three long weeks ago, and my decision to make a deal with this evil man had bought me nothing more but time to think. Mostly about my fears. Fears I now knew inside and out. Fears that pecked away at the flesh of my soul like hell's vultures while I sat in a giant empty loft that no one ever visited with a phone that never rang, except when he called. The clock on the wall struck six. The witching hour. My gaze focused on the doorway, and I willed my unsteady nerves not to feel, not to be awestruck by the tall, supremely masculine figure I expected to find. Empty. I glanced down at my wristwatch, then back at the doorway. Where was he? I pulled a sharpened pencil from the holder, the only other thing on my desk aside from the phone and lamp, and began flicking the unused eraser against my palm. 6.01. My pulse accelerated. He'd never been late. Not once. Had the evil bastard skipped town without holding up his end of the bargain? It's not like there was anything in this office he couldn't leave behind. Two desks, two chairs, and two brass lamps. No computers, no mail, no clients. It was unsettling. Son of a bitch, I whispered. We had a deal. I stared at the goddamn door, willing the sharp angles of his cheeks and his square, broad shoulders to darken it. Nothing. I glanced one last time at the clock. 6.02. The phone on my lonely desk rang, jolting me in my chair. <sighs> Crap. My hand shook as I reached for it. He- Hello? It is time, Miss Turner. King? No. It's your fucking fairy godmother, Miss Turner. And your wish has been granted. I was speechless. Not because of what he said, but because his voice had such a crippling effect on me. In a million years, I'd never be able to articulate how he so rigidly divided my mind from my body. Hate and desire. My two halves sickened by each other. Miss Turner. I opened my mouth, but nothing came out. As usual, Miss Turner. I find myself questioning the value of our arrangement. One would expect his assistant to process the ability to speak, at the very fucking least. I wanted to tell him that he was the devil. The goddamn devil. Instead, I eked out two tiny words. Two words that I instantly despised myself for saying. They were weak. They were submissive. They were the last things on my mind, yet I said them anyway. Thank you. He laughed, sounding all too pleased. Be at the airport with your passport in two hours. I'll email you the itinerary. I wanted to ask where we were going, but knew better. He didn't like questions, and he was giving me what I wanted. Help. At least, I hoped.
And Miss Turner, he added. Y-yes? Pack light. None of those fucking useless heels. Where we're going, you'll only need your wits. Anything else is just dead weight. The phone clicked. King? The angry sound of a busy signal poured through the receiver. Once again, I found myself wondering who I'd gotten myself mixed up with. He's the man who can find anything, Mia. Anything. For a price. If that was the case, would he find the one thing in this world I couldn't live without that had been taken from me? I'd never know if I didn't go. Four weeks earlier, San Francisco. Honey, you look a little pale, said my mother.